Today there's been a gloves-off battle between Lord Mayor Adrian Srinner and Mark Bailey, the Transport Minister. What's it all about? It's over this proposed tunnel on the north side. Forty years ago, Prime Minister Malcolm Fraser set aside a chunk of land between Alderley and Bald Hills. Nothing ever happened. In 2019, Prime Minister Scott Morrison gave the LNP Council, the Lord Mayor Adrian Srinner, $10 million to research transport options for the corridor. The council's research came back and said, tunnelling, it's the only way to go, the only way for road or rail. But the state government wanted to look at above-ground options. Anyway, the council went back to Infrastructure Australia and said, we've done the research, $14.1 billion tunnel. It was rejected by Infrastructure Australia, and they rejected it because they said, but you didn't look at the above-ground model that the state government wanted. Anyway, the state government says they were never asked for input, said the council wasted the money. Lord Mayor Adrian Srinna sent a bill to the state government, said, where's the money? You've got it. Transport Minister Mark Bailey just revealed on this show inside the last half hour he has investigated. Yes, they've got the money and he will send it off to the Lord Mayor Adrian Srinna. So what have we got at the end of the day after this brawl? We've got no improvement in the traffic situation for people on the north side. And we've got a battle between the state government and the Lord Mayor. And we've got the state government saying we'll pay him his money. But we reckon he totally wasted taxpayer money investigating this corridor. Number two, frequent flyer Anthony Albanese touched down in India today. He'll be at the fourth test tomorrow with Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi. And guess where the test is? It's at the Narendra Modi Stadium in Ahmedabad. So can you believe that? Imagine if we had like a Scott Morrison Stadium or an Anthony Albanese Stadium. Anyway, it's named after the Indian Prime Minister. There's huge billboards there featuring pictures of Anthony Albanese and Modi. And then the the words on it say 75 years of friendship through cricket. But it's just bizarre how things go on in India. But of the visit, the Prime Minister said renewable energy will be a focus of the visit. India's ambitious goals of 50% renewables and 30% electric vehicles by 2030 provide an opening for Australian manufacturing and resources. So I read that and I went, oh, yeah, okay, we're going to get over there and try and do business with India because they want 50% renewables for their energy and 30% uh, electric vehicles. There's a billion people there. Now, you know, I'm not an expert on India and I'm not being disparaging of India. But I'm just tipping they won't get to 30% electric vehicles by 2030. It's just a wild tip. I just don't think they'll get there. There's a lot on the agenda. India's a quad member with Australia, Japan and the US. They're our sixth largest trading partner. Next week, the Prime Minister will be in the United States. He'll meet President Joe Biden and British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak to finalise the submarine deal, the AUKUS deal. Now, in India, Albanese is accompanied by Trade Minister Don Fowler, Resources Minister Madeleine King, and a delegation of more than 25 business leaders. It includes Qantas CEO Alan Joyce, Business Council of Australia CEO Jennifer Westacott, West Farmers CEO Rob Scott, ANZ Shane Elliott, the big boss of ANZ Bank, and the big boss of the CBA, Matt Common. Okay, I haven't mentioned this story yet, but today the state government put out an update on the IBIS colonies living on the M1 that all of you listeners on Brisbane Live, we raised this story and brought it to public attention, all of the members of the Brisbane Live family, because someone was going to get killed out there 
hitting an Ibis or trying to miss an Ibis on the M1 going 110 kilometres an hour. So they were living in trees alongside the highway at Yatla, flying into traffic, being killed in huge numbers. Anyway, we pursued the story. The state government put up barriers and started relocating the economy, the, the colony. Today they provided an update. I'll read you the statement. This is from Mark Bailey's office. He's had a day out. The Transport Minister, Mark Bailey, he, I reckon he deserves two Forex golds tonight, up from the normal one. Measures undertaken by licensed ecologists have successfully managed the Ibis colony next to the M1 at Yatla. Temporary mesh barriers, egg and nest removal and vegetation clearing have discouraged Ibis from roosting beside the busy motorway and mitigated the risk, or risk of vehicle strikes. All activities were carried out in accordance with permits and approvals under the Nature Conservation Act 1992. The barriers will now be removed and the site monitored to determine future management requirements. So therefore, barriers are going down because they say the IBIS are gone. Okay, this one had you fired up. And I think it's trouble for RBA Governor Philip Lowe's reputation. Now, I've heard people having a go at me. People are having a go at me for having a go at Philip Lowe and saying, oh, these things are standard. No, but this is this guy... This guy who is dictating the lives of every single person in the country at the moment who got it wrong when he added it for 0.1 despite all the stimulus going into the economy and said it is going to be at 0.1 until 2024. It encouraged people to way overextend themselves and it sent the property market into a frenzy, into a frenzy. It was poor. And remember, the previous record for interest rate rises in Australia was three months in a row. We're now 10. Went out 10 in a row. And it's been revealed today on Sky News that Philip Lowe, he's been working for the Reserve Bank since 1980. So, you know, where's the real world experience there in the first place? He bought his house at Ranwick, his family home in 1997, and he's been on a half price loan. He had a half price loan funded by the taxpayers for his whole adult life. It was an officer's home advances scheme. It was controversial 20 years ago. A quarter of RBA staff were benefiting from heavily subsidised mortgages. So what was happening was the Australian taxpayer was lending them the money at half the variable rate the Commonwealth Bank was charging. So I think while he's dictating to the rest of the country, the fact that he had a half price mortgage and allowed him to get heavily ahead in life. I understand what people are saying. Oh, no, but that was the rule. I don't care if it was the rule. This is a bad look for this bloke today. Number five, the consumer watchdog, the ACCC, released its quarterly report today, and it includes bad news for Qantas. The organisation says it received 1,780 complaints about Qantas in the 2021-2022 financial year. That was up 68% from the year before and more than any other airline over the period. The complaints were made during a year marred by staff shortages, supply chain issues, mishandled bags, delays and cancelled flights. And the ACCC's assessment was scathing. Qantas needs to, to do more to adequately invest in its systems, processes and people to dramatically improve its customer contact services and customer dispute resolution. Meanwhile, the complaints in the same period about Qantas budget arm Jetstar fell by 33% to 544 and rival carrier Virgin Australia had a 27% fall with 359 contacts. So basically, like I've told you for quite a while, as a company, Qantas stinks. I'm really sad to say it, but it really does stink. I've never seen a company more in need of a new CEO, but he delivered a $1.4 billion six-month profit. Alan Joyce, 
despite the fact that customers are loathing them. So they're in a situation at the moment, Qantas, where the shareholders love them and the the customers loathe them. And they made $1.4 million, so it'll be hard to unseat him. I do have to say Jetstar cancels way more flights than Qantas, but Jetstar handles the cancellations a lot better, a lot better, because they cancel so many flights. They've gotten very good at cancelling flights and giving people a refund.